Welcome to Your Life, Your Purpose, a show dedicated to helping you live with greater power and purpose in your life by taking action. action. Now, your host, a man who needs no introduction, Brandon Allen. Welcome, everyone, and thank you for listening to the Your Life, Your Purpose podcast with Brandon Allen, and I'm excited to bring you another great show this week, and uh, we're going to continue to keep the good vibes, the good business vibes going this week, and one of those topics that's near and dear to my heart, we've done countless workshops, we've done countless trainings with clients on this particular subject, and it's a subject that I know that is near and dear to your heart as well. And that subject is habits. And more specifically, I'm not necessarily so concerned about your personal habits, although some of these, uh, some of your personal habits certainly overlap and flow into your business habits. But we are going to talk today about your business habits. We're going to talk a little bit about limiting beliefs and some of those beliefs that we have that just that just hold us back and keep us from being as productive as we possibly can be. We're going to talk a little bit about your morning routine. How do you start your day? How do you get that day off to the right start? We're going to talk a little bit about your business finances. That's always exciting, talking about profit and loss and different things. And then we're also going to talk about how you manage your business. How do you engage in that business uh, from a management standpoint? And so to really start off and, and get the podcast started off today, I want to talk a little bit about limiting beliefs. And this is something that when we start work with a business owner and we're working on their business, that's one of the first things that we look at uh, in terms of the whole habit package is we say, as we look at what are those what are those current beliefs that you have that are limiting your ability to be as productive as you possibly can in your business. So as you're listening to this, Think about this for your own business or for your own career. What are those limiting beliefs that you keep telling yourself that are holding you back? And some of those limiting beliefs can be as obvious as things like, I'm not good enough or uh, because of a relationship that I've had with someone in the past, um, I don't feel like I'm worthy of success or uh, for a lot of the different industries that I work in and coach in, uh, those a lot of people are very, uh, they, they create limiting beliefs around their business acumen saying, well, I'm not a business person, so I'm not good at running my business because I'm not a business person. Or uh, I don't think I can be successful because I haven't been successful in the past. What are those limiting beliefs for you? How do they show up for you? And when you think about it, and I and I had a great I did a great interview uh, a couple of years back on the Five Tracks of Wealth radio show that I used to host on on uh, one of the local radio stations here in Salt Lake City, and I remember talking with a gentleman by the name of Steve, Steve Chandler who does some life coaching and performance coaching, and I remember we talked about stories, and those stories that we create for ourselves that hold us back from being successful or doing the kind of things that we know that we can do or that we want to do. Because those stories have allowed us to believe that we're unable to do those things. And so when you look at your limiting belief, think about these things. You know, let's let's take business acumen as, as one of those limiting beliefs. Here's the great thing about business acumen. You may not know everything that you want to know about business today. But the great thing is, is that you can learn. Uh, when Bill Gates started Microsoft, 
I'm sure that uh, you know he didn't know everything that he needed to know about business when Steve Jobs started uh, Macintosh or Apple. He didn't know everything that he uh, needed to know about business. But over the course of time, you learn business and you surround yourself with with advisors and people who can, who can help you understand that business and and really work through that specific issue. If you if you have situations where uh, you've created a story for yourself. Maybe you've had a, a poor relationship with a parent in the past that has created a a limiting belief that you're not good enough. And so therefore, if you're not good enough, you don't deserve a certain level of success. And a lot of times that shows up for ourselves when, by the way, we interact with business and the fact that sometimes we'll have business literally stare us in the face and you literally don't take advantage of it because you have that limiting belief that, oh, you know, you're not good enough or you're not going to be able to to take care of this person or, or whatever that is. And it sh- and and so it shows up in the fact that you may not ask for business or uh, you may not ask for business in the right way. I mean, whatever that whatever that is, you know, ask yourself about that story and say, what are those stories that I've created for myself that now when I look at it and, and if I truly examine it, I realize that that is not my reality today. What I thought was my reality 20 years ago or 10 years ago or five years ago is not real or true for me today. That story is actually not true that I've created for myself. What are those specific stories? And it's important It's important to get past these limiting beliefs because I think a lot of times uh, within our business, we have these specific beliefs that uh, create that hang up for us. And if we're not able to get past it, we'll never achieve the level of success that we want to have when we do that. Now, as you're thinking about, well, when do I take the time to really examine some of my limiting beliefs and examine how they're showing up for me in my business today? Well, how do you create the time and space for that? Now, one of the things that I think is very empower that that I know was very powerful for business owners, and I, I don't care if you're, uh, if you've, uh, read The Seven Habits by Stephen Covey, or if you listen to successful people talk about success, one of the things that you'll hear more often than not is those successful people have a morning routine. They have a specific way of starting their day that gets them off on the right foot and creates a successful outcome for them during that day. Now, we call this specific morning routine what a power hour, and a power hour consists of spending an hour a day on your mind, body, and spirit. So your mind uh, consists of educating yourself, maybe even taking a look at limiting beliefs that you have, taking a look at systems and processes in your business, maybe examining your career if you're someone who works for somebody else. Um, you know, there's a lot of different things that you can do in your mental uh, your mental time, your mind time. Your spirit time is can consist of prayer, meditation, uh, reading spiritual books, whether that be the Bible or whatever book is relevant to you and your spirituality. Um, your your physical, obviously, that consists of working out. It can it can consist of meal planning, nutrition planning, and taking a look at all those different things. But it's very important to really give yourself that reset. And I've noticed that. When I'm consistently doing a power hour, when I'm when I'm getting up and I'm working out, when I'm doing some meditation, when I'm doing some, when I'm giving, uh, when I'm giving God some gratitude uh, and showing my gratitude for the things that He's blessed me with, and and really 
um, educating myself and utilizing that time, it just creates a whole different context. But a lot of times we don't, you know, a lot of us get up and we get up at the very last moment. We're always rushing, rushing to get the kids out the door for school, rushing to get breakfast, uh, rushing to take a shower. And, you know, we get to the office and then we open up our email and we start our day in our email and we just create, we, we create this lack of power for ourselves by getting our day started off on the wrong foot. So this is about taking that time to work on your business, do the things that are important to you, take care of yourself and and put yourself in the right mental frame of mind to be creative. And this is such a great creative time and to and to uh you know create new possibilities and and create new systems, create new processes and really tie a lot of things together in your business uh, during this morning routine. So I would encourage you, if you're not doing a power hour today, that you start that. And listen, you don't have to to, to take it all in, in one bite. I mean, look, if you're not doing an hour power hour today, start with 10 minutes. If you just did 10 minutes of exercise in the morning or 10 minutes of, of prayer or reading or uh, meditation, what would that look like for your day? Even at 10 minutes, you're going to see some kind of a lift. So don't feel like you have to do it all or reinvent the wheel overnight. You know, slowly just kind of bump that time up. Start at 10 minutes, move to 15, move it to 20 or 30, um, and slowly get yourself up to that hour. Some people who I know who are super into it, and this doesn't have to be you, I mean, they're literally, they're spending an hour in each discipline in the morning. I mean, they're getting up at you know, 4.30 and, and they're they're rocking and rolling. And so um, that doesn't obviously have to be for you, but you can see kind of where that can go as you develop it and build on that. So power hour is very important. Um, so taking a look at some other habits as a business owner, one of the things that I think is so critical, and this, this sometimes goes back to the limiting beliefs that I just talked about with regards to business acumen and how do you manage your office? And one of the things that's very important is to manage what you're doing throughout your day, properly managing your schedule and creating that time and space to do the things that are important to you. And one of those activities that you have to create time and space for, or it'll never get done, is the aspect of working on your business versus working in it. And I think sometimes we give ourselves the mistaken impression that we're working on our business when all we're doing is the day-to-day minutia and servicing of clients and patients and whatever that is. And we get caught up into thinking that, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm working on my business all the time, every day, you know, all day, every day. That's all I'm doing is working on my business when really all you're doing is working in the business and you're not creating the right outcomes uh, for you to continue to prosper in your business. And a lot of times this shows up for yourself when you run into a situation where your business isn't thriving, it's not growing, it's stagnant, and you're busier than ever. You just feel busy and overwhelmed and stressed out, and you feel like, you know what, this business where where I created it to uh, afford me the opportunity of freedom, now I feel like it's a, a noose around my neck that's just gently tugging at me keeping me from doing the things that I want to do. And I'm one step away from, uh, you know, hanging myself with this business because it's just so involved and so intense. And so that's how it manifests itself. So it's important to step back and take that time in your business to work on it. Look, when you start, it could be one hour per week. It could be two hours per week or five hours per week, whatever that looks like for you. But make sure you're taking that time as uh, if you've read uh, a recent book by Jim Collins called Great by Choice, 
they talk about this principle of zooming out versus zooming in. And working on your business is that zoom out time. Now you're zooming out on the business. You're looking at it from a 30,000 foot viewpoint. You're looking at the business that's in an entirety, all the different systems and how they interrelate from marketing to the operations to human resources and people management to uh, patient management to or to client management or whatever those things look like. All these areas are interrelated, but it's important to step back and look at, okay, where are areas that are breaking down in my business? Where are areas where I'm stuck or where that I really need to change and create different systems and processes to create different outcomes? And so there's uh, there's a lot of great tools that we've created in, uh, to allow you to do that, to allow you to align your vision with the actual production of your business. Because a lot of times what happens, we get so busy working in the day-to-day of our business, we don't focus as much time on our employees and the people that do work for us to make sure that they're working on the things that are most important to uh, to them. We become a, we've become a task-oriented society where we're, we, if we're doing tasks, we just feel really good about that. But the problem is, is t- we don't live in a task-oriented uh, economy anymore. We're in a knowledge economy where the ability to think and create is more important than ever before. So as you look at you know, that time to work on the business. Are you creating that time? Are you, are you working in your business or on your business, you know, on a consistent basis? And are you creating specific outcomes during that time? It's not good enough just to say, I'm going to work on my business for this hour, but what are you going to do with that time? What outcomes are you going to create in your business? Um, to make that time as powerful as you possibly can, and how are you going to then take those, uh, take that, and and then use that to manage your office or your business more effectively? And that's such a great habit. The the more you can create some of these habits and these rhythms and schedules uh, of what you're doing in your business on a day to day basis, it makes the management of the of your office or your or your business that much easier, and it makes the the management of your people that much easier. So what are those systems and processes that you need to create? What is the time that you need to set aside in order to create them? Because that's very important. So moving on to the final uh, habit that I wanted to talk about is the habit of looking at your business financials. And this is such a big issue for a lot of business owners in that a lot of times we don't want to look at our profit and loss or our balance sheet or cash flow statement because when we look at it, we don't really understand what we're looking at. We don't know. You may not know. Hey, what is what does this mean? If if my revenues are, you know, I'm looking at my revenues and I'm looking at my net profit, and maybe I'm not happy about it, but I don't really know how to change that or what I should be looking at. What's acceptable? And so, getting a getting a handle on your financials is a very important thing from a business standpoint. And one of the resources that I recommend for my clients that I think is a really powerful tool to just kind of give you a basic understanding because chances are if you own a business, you're not necessarily a business-oriented person. You you know what you know, whether you be a dentist, a chiropractor, a physical therapist, a uh, a fitness instructor, you know, whatever it is that you are, a financial advisor, you know what you know, but you may not know all the nuts and bolts that you need to know about your business and your finances uh, that, that come along with your business. What is industry standard for the amount of employee expenses that I have? What are some benchmark budgeting tools that I can utilize to create the specific outcomes financially that I want to create for myself? 
What's a good net profit goal that I should have? What should I do with that profit? You know, how should I pay myself? Should I take dividends? So, a great resource for that is is called Financial Intelligence for Entrepreneurs. It's a book that I recommend to my clients, and it's a great resource to kind of give you the nuts and bolts of what uh, what you're looking at within your business finances and how to utilize these tools for yourself. So that book again is Financial Intelligence for Entrepreneurs. I would definitely recommend that you check that out. It's not a it's not a terribly long book. It, uh, it it stays relatively light on the financial uh, aspects and the accounting aspects of your business. Because, hey, don't get me wrong, I don't love accounting in my business, um, but I know that I need to understand it. So uh, looking at the numbers and really understanding where the numbers come from and what they mean is very important. Understanding your cash flow situation and, and uh, you know, how long your cash is going to last and, and you know, how your projection projections are looking is important when you're fat forecasting and taking a look at what's on the horizon for your business. And a lot of times we don't look at our, you know, the only time we look at our profit and loss is when we need to do our taxes um, or our accountant will send us quarterlies and we just never look at them. We're just like, okay, that's nice. File that away because I don't even know what I'm looking at. So creating that rhythm for, you know, financials just allows you to to understand when to hire, when you should hire if you can afford it, how to budget your marketing accordingly and to measure ROI on that marketing to make sure that you're getting the most return on investment as uh, you know as possible and making sure that the things that you're doing from a marketing standpoint are working, uh, making sure that you're not paying too much in rent uh, for your business, just making sure that you're creating the right outcomes financially for yourself because I'm amazed at how many business owners that I coach that completely overlook the financial aspect of their business. They just don't want to deal with it. They've got a bookkeeper who does their books, an accountant that does their accounting. And, you know, if they've got some money that they're paying themselves, that's great. But beyond that, they don't really look at the numbers and and really break down where they're at. They don't look at cost of goods sold. They don't look at, you know, gross product profit margins and, and uh, you know, how those different things look. If they should be offering certain products and services should, you know, they're not dividing the different products and services into different line items so they can examine those on their own merit. Um, and so all these things are very important. So if you're not looking at your financials, start looking at the financial numbers and then start asking yourself, what do I want for my business? What's a reasonable revenue goal? What are reasonable expenses that I should have in each area? Do, do any of those expense areas look a little high to me? Um, you know, consult a, you know, if you have an accountant, talk to your accountant about these things. Ask them where you're at and what, you know, how you can better manage your financial health. Read the book Financial Intelligence for Entrepreneurs. It will give you a lot of great resources that way. So I appreciate everyone spending some time with me today. We talked a little bit about habits, um, and those are some of the main habits that we talk about. And I, if you get these different habits if you if you start addressing your limiting beliefs and and stop uh, you know and, and really master the mental game of your business if you start creating the space in the morning to really start your day off on the right foot with a power hour to continue growing if you're managing your business and creating the time and space to really uh, work on your business and you start to manage your financials you're going to have a markedly different business and chances are in your industry you're going to separate yourself from all the other people who are working in your industry because i guarantee you they're not doing these things and if you do these things it's going to create a better experience for your clients overall and you're going to create a whole different business your employees are going to be engaged you're going to be engaged in the business you're going to feel confident in what you're doing and you'll be able to push your business 
forward and, and get it to the point that you want to get it to achieve ultimate success. So I appreciate everyone for listening to this week's podcast. For your life, your purpose, this is Brandon Allen. I'm signing off. Enjoy the rest of your week and start creating those success habits. Thank you.